Hey friends, welcome back to the table with Cass and Mari. I'm Cassara. And I'm Mari. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to come hang with us. We pray that this episode leaves you filled with hope and joy, helps you to see life in a different perspective, and draws you closer to Jesus. On today's podcast, we're just going to talk a little bit about Sabbath and what that looks like and how does this tie into our relationships with our work, with God, and with the people around us in our community, our, in our relationships. And it's we have some really great things to bring to you today. We just wanted to preface with we don't have it perfect. Yeah. And we won't ever have it perfect. Perfection is not our goal here. It's to um, improve our relationship with Jesus, to go deeper with Jesus. And so we just hope that that's what you hear and see from this today. But I would like to give the floor over to Cassara to get us started. She's going to lead us through the Sabbath conversation. I'm excited. Yeah, so first thing, I think we need to understand what is Sabbath? Where do we get the word Sabbath from? What does that look like from the Bible? Please tell us. Um, so we first see or hear of or read Sabbath, which the Hebrew word is Shabbat. Um, and that's in Genesis 2, 3. And that's with God's creation. Uh, Genesis 2, Three And God blessed the seventh day and made it holy because on it he rested from all the work he was creating that he had done. Yeah, so we see that on day seven, God rested um, from his creation. And it's not just a moment or an hour of the day or a time period in the day. It's a full day Mm -hmm. that we set aside um, and that God called a day of rest. And one of my absolute favorite things about resting on day seven is knowing that God created man on day six. And so after he created man on day six, on day seven, we rested. And so our first day on earth was a day of rest. And then we went back into day one of work. And so I think that's a big thing for us to realize and understand is that God created us to work from rest not to work and then be able to rest we aren't supposed to burn ourselves out and just go go Mm -hmm. go and then just rely on that on the weekend or the day that we can rest um and so I always I love that Um, yeah you you said that to me one time and it really changed my perspective on sabbath because I think that I was culture teaches mm -hmm. you to work 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 till you're tired and then you rest and then you work, 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 work till you're tired, and then you rest. And it was kind of a light bulb moment when you explained it to me that way that we are to work from rest, not work to rest. Yeah, and I think that's like the same when I first heard it the first time. I like really had to go and dig deep for myself. Like, wow, like God is so cool in the way that He like orchestrates our lives and all just like the small, like just the small things that we we might never ever pick up on, but mm-hmm. so cool. Absolutely. Um, Okay, so going off of that, so the word Shabbat and rest, um, it means to stop, to cease, to be complete. Um, But then we also see that it can mean to celebrate. And so what are we stopping? We're stopping the work. And farther along in the Bible, um, and we we will talk about this example, but 
God calls us to stop working and to rest in him and to trust that we that he will provide what we need. Mm-hmm. Um, and the first time we see that is in Exodus where the Israelites are coming from Egypt where they were just forced to work all the time. Yeah, I love that you brought out the point of celebration mm. because often when I think of rest, I think of taking a time out away from and Sabbath was designed for us to draw closer to God mm, yeah. and, you know, a form of praise is to celebrate the things that he's done for us, to walk in gratitude and thanksgiving. And those can also be reminders in downtimes. So the celebration is God is still here. Remember what he has done. We can remember in, a, in the Sabbath and that can be a part of spending the time together. But celebrate just gives me a different perspective on um, the purpose of Sabbath. Yeah. 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 Um, and so then also going off a of celebration, there's another word that we see um, that's Hebrew. It's manua. I think manua. I think I'm pronouncing that right. Manua, um, which also means rest, but it's in the word, it's in the retrospect of creating something um, as well as being able to come together to celebrate, to bring happiness. And so what does that look like for rest? We just don't sit on the couch and binge watch Netflix and, you know, eat as much as we can. We want to be able to enjoy the life um, and enjoy our God that has given us this life and being able to experience the things around us in the world as a whole. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, So, yeah, so now that we know what Sabbath is, why Sabbath? One of my favorite verses is uh, Exodus 20, verse 8 through 11. It says, remember the Sabbath day by keeping it holy. And so I, I took a deep dive into what that means. Remember the Sabbath, keep it on your mind, don't forget about it, and keep it holy. So I looked up the definition of holy just to be very, as a matter of fact, holy means consecrated to God, dedicated to God, or sacred. And when we think of the word sacred, we think of regarded with respect or that deep reverence for God. Um, and so when we when we talk about remembering to keep the Sabbath day regarded with respect, it's not just a day off. You know, it's a sacred day, and God wants us to remember to keep it sacred, to remember him and to invite him in, um, not like, oh... Well, I don't really have time this week. Like, that's not acting out of reverence, right? Right, yeah. And so it's, that's really important. Yeah, and so, okay, so what you just read from Exodus, um, that is part of the Ten Commandments. Yeah, And yeah. we always, it's interesting to see, like, the, the things that we want to pick and choose right. to abide by and to follow in the Ten Commandments. Because they're also, um, thou shalt not steal, not commit adultery, not murder you know but like we hold those things at higher weight than the sabbath and it's all in the same you know the same what god is giving these israelites as a commandment so i always find that interesting as well it's like okay why why does this not hold as much weight as those other physical things sometimes this is just my thought so don't take this as the holy word of god but my thought is that if we're stealing we're harming someone else Mm -hmm. and usually an immediate or close to immediate consequence for action. The same with murdering. Mm-hmm. Like you are harming somebody else, multiple people, and immediate consequence for your action. But when you think of 
not honoring the Sabbath, well, it's one of those things like I, my, my poor example is diet. Well, I can eat donuts every day and the first, I don't know, month, six months, I really don't like see a negative effect, right? You don't see a negative effect till even maybe years down the road when you're like, oh my gosh, why am I living in such poor health? Mm. Why is my, why do I have diabetes? Why do I have like high blood pressure? You know, like all these, all these issues and, um, just the one donut a day. (laughs) Right. Yeah. (laughs) You know, I mean, that's probably not the best example, but just, just thinking about, um, not honoring the Sabbath is a 10 commandment and, we don't, it's one of those like hidden things that obviously if you're not slowing down, reconnecting with God, filling your cup, you're going to be operating from burnout. Mm. It's going to make you have a bad attitude. I mean, when I'm tired, I also can be short tempered. Right. Well, I mean, what does God say about being short tempered? Mm. Right. Mm -hmm. Definitely not a fruit of the spirit. And, and also like, then I'm not grateful because I'm griping about my job and I'm griping about this and that and the other thing and and then do am I leaving time for Jesus because I'm not doing Sabbath what else am I not doing and it's just, it can just be a, a snowball effect down the hill yeah yeah that's so good I think that we don't see the long term we don't see the immediate effect with like rest and with with uh, Sabbath until we get down the line. And I know we're going to get into um, like our personal story and our history and mm-hmm. what, what our, our lives look like with, with Sabbath. But I know for me, I didn't realize how much I needed it until I was too far gone. Mm-hmm. Um, and then realizing like I am so burnt out. I, I cannot function. I would not have this job right now if it wasn't for that, that time of, right. you know, um, being able to, to rest but yeah that's so good because we don't see the immediate effect of it until far if whether we we do it or we don't we don't see the immediate effect so why don't you take a second and explain why god has commanded us to mm-hmm. revere the sabbath day yeah so i think that um okay so let me just read the rest of exodus yep. 20 um I don't know how far you got, but it says in verse 10, on it, you shall not do any work, you or your son or your daughter, your male servant or your female servant or your livestock or the sojourner who is within your gates. For in six days, the Lord made heaven and earth, the sea and all that is in them and rested on the seventh day. Therefore, the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and made it holy. So what was your question again? Why, why did God come? Like, what is the importance of practicing I hate to say it this way because it's not about me it's not about us right mm-hmm. like we cannot live in a me-centered gospel a me-centered belief system but I'm gonna say it this way like benefit mm. like what why is this going to put you on a good track with with Jesus yeah so I think it allows us for to, lack of a better yeah, word yeah, yeah no that's good I think it allows us to in his whole purpose is to show that God is in control um to show where our faith mm-hmm. is that God is in control, that he already provides everything that we need. Yes, yes. Do we trust that he will provide for us? Um, And it allows us to relinquish our control um, and to really come before God and just to worship and honor and thank him for what he's already done for us, that we don't need anything else above what he's already given us. Right. 
And so a, l a little bit of history with, with Sabbath, um, a lot of, in the old days, they did it from Friday to Saturday. So sundown on Friday to um, sundown on Saturday. And that was a 24-hour period where we cease work. Um, we cease the, the need to do something. And even what it says is like, it's not like our maids are still working, our servants are still right. working. Like everybody stops working. And that allows us to see that God can provide for us. Um, and do we trust that it's just a simple 24 hours? Do we trust that, again, God's going to provide and give us what we need? And one of the first examples that we see um, after he made this commandment to the Israelites is when he brought them out of Egypt and he um, was giving them, them bread and them food. And he, you know, brought the food from the bread from, right, the bread mm, yep. from heaven and uh that's in Exodus sixteen twenty two. He talks about um yep. the the bread and he gave twice as much on day six, so then they didn't have to go and gather on day seven and to show that but the first five days prior to that they were only getting enough for one day. So do we trust that God says do not gather more than you need to right, yep. to keep keep going for the next day because I will give you what you need. Um, and I think for I us... a funny story about that when we get to our personal <laughs> testimonies. <laughs> I think it's so easy for us to see in the Old Testament, like, because we have the Word of God right in front of us, and we can see, like, oh, why, why didn't they just trust God? Why didn't, didn't they just believe God? Like, I can read it here that He provided it for them. But how many times in our lives do we not see the aftermath of what God is doing and we still don't trust him. But we know so many times in the Bible that he he's faithful and he, he does what he says he's going to do. Yeah. Yeah, that's so good. So why Sabbath deep in our relationship with Jesus? I mean, it takes a deep trust to mm -hmm. not try to get ahead, right? And to replenish, to rest, to renew, to continue your week. And that's not just energy, that's spiritual. You know, you can especially if you work in ministry. Mm. And I mean, even Kasara, you working with students is still ministry. Like, right. you know, when I was teaching dance full time, man, you can get you can you can get to the end of the week and have nothing left. Yeah. And so God fills your cup in your spiritual life when you're connecting with him, diving into his word. We're, we'll talk more about practical application in a little bit. But um, energy as well and your relationships, like deep, deeper connection with the people around you that you love, that you might have been really busy away from for the week. So, yeah, that's amazing. Um, I was thinking, because my personal story with Sabbath doesn't necessarily end on the best note, I think maybe I should go first and then we can have an encouragement <laughs> from your story. Okay. <laughs> You guys, it's so good. It's, it's so good. Let's talk about Sabbath. God has been speaking to me about Sabbath for a while now. I keep seeing it um, pop back up over the years, many times. Um, I was baptized 10 years ago, so over the last 10 years. Um, I have not consistently, intentionally practiced Sabbath. I was telling Sarah when we were um, planning for this podcast I really don't feel like my life is a great example of Sabbath and I was a little hesitant to want to record so early but then I thought you know what I'm going to encourage people that I am not perfect and there are things I'm still working on and Sabbath is one of them so um, 
even earlier this year, I recorded a study on Sabbath and did a deep dive and God really spoke to me and taught me and like, I know the things, but when it comes to intentionality of connecting with God on a deeper level on the day that we rest, so um, my family does rest, we rest on Sundays, we don't work, we never work on Sundays, we never do extra things on Sundays, we connect as a family and we, we go to church and we we love each other and we thank Jesus for the beautiful day. But there are things that I feel like God has laid on my heart that he would like us to move in that direction and we haven't taken the step. So this is um, preparing for this podcast and talking to Kisera and just letting her take the lead on this has really encouraged me to do it, just do it. There's so many other things in my life where people come to me and they're like, Mari, like, I feel like that. I feel like God's telling me to do this or I feel, but I'm scared or I don't know how to, where to go. And I'm like, just do it. Mm-hmm. Like one step at a time, you can't mess up if God's with you. And so that is, that's my like real brief encouragement for you. But also like, just know if you are a developed Christian, you like you are maturing your faith and there's still things that God is like, I want you to hand this to me. I want you to work on this. It's okay. But, but definitely repent and act on your conviction for sure. Yeah, I think that's good. I think, and even for me, I think that I don't. I don't think I know I don't have it all together I don't I don't practice Sabbath um as well as I would like to there have definitely been different seasons of my life where I it's really been good um and it fills my cup and you know it's a consistent thing and then there's also been seasons where I'm like oh I can definitely like feel depleted and from that and um I heard I've listened I heard someone talk about like comparing the Sabbath to another holiday um and like if you have a christmas and the christmas doesn't go as well as you expected it you just don't stop christmas right all together you just don't say okay we're never having christmas morning ever again um and that's the same with sabbath you know for for a year you get 52 chances to to try to do it do it as well as fits your schedule and your the life that you're living and um it might not go as well as you expected. There might something might happen. Someone might have a bad day. Somebody there something something else. We just don't know. Our schedules could look different, but the fact of that, like we still are praising God, worshiping God, and yeah. knowing that this day still belongs to Him, and what we do with it is it does it glorify God? Is it still in? Are we still in awe of who mm-hmm. He is through that? Um, and so yeah, for my story, I. Like I said back in our first our first episode, the Bible verse of the day actually refers to that thing. That sorry to sorry to interrupt you, but it talks about how his faithfulness doesn't change. It says, um, "I wish I could remember the verse, but it talks about how when we're unfaithful, does mm. God's faithfulness change? No, right? Okay, and yeah. so it's okay if you messed up. Return, right? Yeah, right. is that Romans? I don't remember Romans, Hebrews, Romans." I want to say Hebrews. Hebrews, okay. I probably could pull it out. You keep going and I'll pull it out. So, two jobs in my life. And when I worked at the nursing home, my schedule was a set schedule. I worked this many days a week. My schedule didn't change. It was the same for three weeks and it was different for a week. And then same um, same for three weeks, different for a week. And so, I was able to get a rhythm down and get a schedule going of what that looks like throughout the week to then be able to um like to then rest and and prepare for sabbath 
But then with my job now, it's so completely different. I don't know my hours. I have, I could work 12 hour days. I could work four hour days. There are days where I I am gone all weekend or, or I could be home all weekend. Mm-hmm. And so for me, the first, and when I first started following Christ, uh, I had a roommate and we Sabbathed every every week saturday from sundown to sunday afternoon late like early early evening um and again for us sundays worked because we could go to church and fellowship and worship um and that was good and then once i got my new job it was just i was so busy i put that on the back burner I'm like I have to work I have to do this I have to do this and then I was just so burnt out Mm -hmm. I was emotionally physically mentally and spiritually just exhausted and burnt out and that was that was right before COVID that was March of 2020 and I was like I'm never doing this job again because I I can't do it and so for me COVID was huge in a, a time where God allowed me to use that period of rest and I really had to hone in on what that looks like. And so just taking an exper- extended period of time to rest and to sit and to process what this all looked like and how this job is really affecting me and my relationship with Christ, um, not in a positive way and how I know God has me here for a reason mm-hmm. and for a purpose. How can it be a positive way? And so um, being able to transform that and then go into a season of like, okay, this is how... I know that I can fill my cup. I know that um, I have to set boundaries. And yeah, like you said, like working with people and it's a ministry and you have to be able to set those boundaries. Right, yeah. And it's taken it's taken three years and it's funny because like my girls would be like, okay, it's, it's we'll be at practice from like nine o'clock at night to 11 o'clock. And they're like, oh coach, it is past your bedtime. Like you should be sleeping by now. I'm like, I know because like we have to set those boundaries of um, I'm not always going to be accessible and I'm not always going to be at your beck and call. We don't do anything on Sundays. Um, and so they know, do not call me or text me on Sundays unless it is an emergency. Um, and there have been times, and now I'm just not like strict and rigid with it. Like there have definitely been times where one of my girls has texted me and it's been on a Sunday or something yeah. and they want to have a conversation. And absolutely, you know, um, we, we can have a conversation and that's what I'm here for. But Nothing to do with work on Sundays. Um, go to church, worship. For me, I love to be outside. So a big thing, especially in the summers, um, go for a hike. Or we have um, an, an area in town where there's a reservoir and there's like um, there's trees just lined around. And I'll go out there. I'll take my hammock and I'll take a nap in my hammock or I'll read. And like that fills me up. That that is That brings me joy. And so for me and just being able to see what that looks like and knowing that the world will continue to move without me putting a hand in it and I can take a step back from my work and from going 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 and doing 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 and trusting that everything will still be there when this time of rest is over for Mm -hmm. me yeah I went through a similar experience but a little different when I was much younger before when I first became a Christian I you know, I was single, I lived on my own, and I wasn't poor, but, you know, there were some things that I wanted that were out of my budget, and so I was telling Kassara earlier that I filled every crack of my schedule, and at one point, I thought to myself, well, I don't work on Sundays. I had originally said I won't work on Sundays so that I could be at church, 
but I could work after church. And so I picked up, you know, if they paid you a little more to work on Sundays at the job I had, and I picked up some hours on Sundays, just it's, I wanted to get ahead, right? And a couple of things I learned from that is, one, I really didn't get ahead. You know, one day a week really doesn't help you get ahead. And B, my trust in, my trust in God to provide for me for the things that I needed mm. that were in his will for me um, was gone. Mm-hmm. I was proving that I don't trust him because why can God not double our portion and still give us rest? Right? Like, why do we believe that we have to work extra hours and put in extra time and do all these things and control it ourselves when the God who created us and created all the things and whatever, why do we feel like we have more power than he does? Mm. So So we are giving up something that he's commanded us to do to rest that is vitally important to our, our life and rejuvenation, revival, and, um joy and peace and relationship with him to get ahead yeah right? you know I learned a lot in that season from <laughs> from doing it the hard way yeah. please don't do it the hard way if you haven't yet yeah and I think <laughs> it's important to show or to like talk about the opposite end of that yeah like what does that look like when we're lazy you know God doesn't call us to a spirit of laziness right um and underworking like he calls us to work and to toil and to use our hands for his for his glory um but we can also see how that could affect us if not only overworking but underworking right because then like what how is that glorifying god what are we bringing to the kingdom right and just being lazy isn't again like we said earlier just sitting on like laying on the couch for 24 hours it's not just like a pause it's like sabbath is not supposed to be just okay let me just pause my life for 24 hours and then pick right back up where i'm supposed to because if we don't use that time again a big part of it is resting in him and god right um we're just gonna now continue to start we haven't even we haven't gotten anywhere we're still just maybe we're at 25 percent, and now we're gonna unpause and we're still at 25 percent. so how do we we fill up how do we Mm -hmm. refuel well and when we are busy 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 how does god have a chance to speak to us Mm, so i've i have found in seasons of life where i'm getting up in the morning and i'm reading my bible and i'm praying my prayer and then i'm on my way and I'm on my way. And God's like, oh, 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 wait a minute. Wait a minute. I had something to say. And so he's trying to like sneak in these little pauses that we have throughout our day to speak to us. But he's like, I really want to talk, like relationship, back and forth conversation. I want to talk to you. And so if we're not intentionally taking time to pause and listen, mm. you know, we want to fill our brains. We, we don't want rest. We don't want time to think because sometimes that's hard so we're scrolling. We're doing all these things to fill. Even if we're our bodies are still, we're still filling time and we're not pausing to let God speak mm. to us. And so Sabbath is so important to intentionally connect with God mm-hmm. that it literally can make or break our relationship with Jesus. Yeah. And to like refill your soul. So it's, it's a deeper level of refilling your soul. Who knows you from the inside mm-hmm. out? Nobody yep. but God, right? right. Yep. And so no matter how much time you spend with your husband or your friends or your family, you know, the only person who can completely fill you and completely you is Jesus. And so you're right. filling your, your soul, like the innermost of your being, of your soul. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. 
So, applicable ways to Sabbath. What does that look like? So good. What are some ways that you connect with Jesus? The first thing that comes to mind for me is we love to be outside. Mm. Right now, that looks like gardening. We're in the garden a lot. We're working on the garden a lot. And um, taking time to listen. You know, we put our phones away. We're out in the garden. We're praying. We're thanking Jesus. We're listening for his voice while we're... Something about working the land Mm. just connects me with the creator. I think there's no wonder that the Garden of Eden was God's original design because it really is such a beautiful thing. My garden is literally a pebble on a on a sandy beach compared to the garden of eden but um yeah that's one way yeah and so like to remind you that that's mari's way that is not my way nothing about gardening sounds restful for me that's not something that fills my cup and i think we have to understand that that is okay you know we are two totally different people and we have our relationship with christ are so different and um, what fills her cup might not fill my cup. And so how do we feel closest to God? Where do we feel closest yeah. to God? And so, yeah, I love being outside. And so, like I said earlier, going for a hike, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not saying, you know, scale mountains and um, gain 4,000 feet of elevation in five hours. Like, that that's work. But, like, just going on small hikes or being outdoors, going for a walk. Yep. Yep. You can... Go somewhere without cell service. That's a great way to stop the scroll, clear your mind, hear God's voice. Mm-hmm. Um, I was also thinking, like, if you like baking, if you like, you know, if there's a, something that you love doing at home, um, baking can really be fun. It can be fun to invite your kids in. Sometimes it's stressful, but if you l- drop the expectations at the door, it really can be fun. And let the Bible app play in the background and let God's word just marinate over your family while you guys are in the kitchen together. Mm-hmm. Um, journaling. Yes. Um, you know, sitting, sitting, maybe reading scripture, journaling. How is God speaking to you? Um, how are you preparing for this upcoming week? What did this past week look like? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, th- those are some for me. Yeah, I'm thinking... You know, if you go to church on Sunday, it doesn't even have to be on Sunday. Whatever church service you listen to or go to, if you are married or have kids or even just by yourself to reflect on what you learned. Like, hey, honey, how'd you feel about the sermon today? What feel, feel, feel? Mm -hmm. I should not. Like, I say that and then I'm like, why did I say feel? (laughs) Like, it doesn't matter how you feel. Truth is what matters. And that's like well, a, I knew what that's you like a whole nother it, I just cringed <laughs> I at know, myself for I saying know. that um but that's like, like there's a, so many words that's, that's like, like a whole oh, nother yeah. topic um what did God speak to you mm. today during the message talk to your kids and let the, just let them answer don't don't correct them but just let them answer let or just review it yourself and reflect reflection is a huge way um, to spend Sabbath. Yeah, I think a big one for me is I know that um, taking a nap, <laughs> that recharges me. Yeah. And there's just something about a nap on Sunday. Yep. It's just like I think that's the only acceptable time during the week where you can nap during the day is on a Sunday. Um, so I know that that's a big one for me. I, I do like to nap on I Sundays. I nap every single Sunday. And I, I don't know why. I have always been like this. But... 
I always feel completely drained, completely Mm. empty when we get home from church on Sunday afternoons. We get home, we feed everybody, kids go down for a nap, and I also go down for a nap. And then usually Jesse goes out and like does whatever Jesse does while we're sleeping. But but I am a huge advocate for Sunday naps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I think a big thing for me in another like way to be able to incorporate Sabbath is to like make a plan. And you don't have to stick to the plan, but if you're um find a good place to start and a good place to end. And like that that can become like a ritual and a, a mm-hmm. like a rhythm or a routine. So for me, um I live by myself, and so I don't cook often, but when I do, I enjoy cooking. And so um, a lot of the times for me, I would start it with dinner on Saturday night. I would cook myself a nice dinner, um, and then sometimes I would take a bath. And so, like, that's how I started my Sabbath. I know I'm going to have a nice dinner and then take a bath, and then I'm going to relax. Yeah. And and then also, um, how do you end it? You know, I know some people who end it with maybe going to get ice cream or... Um, playing a, a, a game, like ga- game night with your family or something like that. So just to signify, you know, the beginning and the end of a sacred period. Yeah, I love that. We've talked about Sabbath in the Old Testament. and But what does that look like for the New Testament? Because a lot of, I, I know I hear people, from, well, that, that's Old Testament, that, that doesn't matter. Like, we are we still living in that? And yes, we're still living in the Old Testament. It all points us back to Christ. But I think two very important things um, that we read in Scripture and that I've pulled out is um, when we see on the cross that when, when Jesus was on the cross, and this is in John John 16, it talks about how they killed, um, they broke the legs of the people on the cross who were not yet dead the day before Sabbath because they don't work on the Sabbath. And then they did that, and that was a day of preparation. And so that reminds us, like, what do we, you know, God gave us that day to help prepare. And so I know that we like to take time to clean our house and do this, and we do the things to prepare to so then we can enjoy the time that God has given yeah. that given us off. You know, I know for me, if I if I'm starting Sabbath and I have a, a dirty kitchen, I'm not going to feel like I can rest in that, you know? Yeah. So being able to do laundry or clean my house or do dishes um, to be able to prepare for the Sabbath, I know that that's a huge part of... That's a very, very good point. Yeah. Being able to fully enjoy the rest yeah. without being anxious about me having a dirty house. Yeah, or instead of trying to get ready for Monday on Sunday, if Sunday's your day of Sabbath, but to make sure that you've gone ahead on Saturday so that on Sunday you can't actually rest. Yeah. That is uh, something I definitely need to get into a better habit of. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, okay, then, then the second thing is that we see Jesus healed on the Sabbath. And I think this is one of the most, like, just Jesus things that he could do against the Pharisees to, to show that, like, this isn't just religion. Um, and if Jesus can heal on the Sabbath... He doesn't believe that that's the work that he's doing. He's doing that to glorify God and to bring to bring miracles and to show people that we're just not about rules and religion and you can't do this and you can't do that. Um, but does healing somebody bring glory to God? Absolutely. 
And so then for us to say, okay, Jesus, how can I use you healing somebody on Sabbath to then heal myself on the Sabbath as well, to then fully um, dig into what does our relationship with the Lord look like? And so I just thought that that was really a cool connection. Um, It can be a day of healing for us as well to let go anything that has happened throughout the week um, and then again to start fresh. Um, I was just thinking that could be a good example too if you feel in your spirit that God is asking you to go to somebody on mm-hmm. the Sabbath to not say, well, it's the Sabbath day, I got to stay home. Mm-hmm. And maybe God is like, no, this is the day that they need to hear my voice, yeah. that they need to feel my spirit, and I need you to deliver that. And I feel like we can so easily say, I'm busy not being busy. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Very cool. Yeah, that's good. Um Okay, so last thing is we're not perfect, right? We're not perfect, and the Sabbath isn't going to be perfect, and you probably will never be perfect at it. And there is not an end goal to it. Um, It's a rhythm that we add to our week to be able to stay on track. Um, And our ultimate goal is to be able to rest in God and to relinquish control um, and, again, to be able to refill our souls and just to be able to say, okay, I'm, I, I've, I'm, I'm full. I have the spirit in me. I can continue to go and to recharge, um, but to not be completely deplenished from the week before. Right. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and it'll always be changing. I think that's a big thing. I don't know if I said that already, but it'll always be changing. Whether you change locations, um, whether you change jobs, you change your schedule mm-hmm. um I'm not married if I when I get married someday that could change right and adding kids definitely adding. changes I mean especially I, <laughs> I hesitated for a minute because I, I wanted to say especially for a mom because the responsibility I am a mostly stay-at-home mom I don't I have some little hobbies that I do but I mostly stay at home and so Um, The responsibility of our children heavily relies on me, but my husband on Sunday steps his game up and really, really helps with the kids. He's such a good daddy, but for parents, um, Sabbath looks different because you don't get a day off from working as far as caring for kids, especially when they're little, Right. Um, but you can't discount it Yeah. and you can't write it off. And also they need to see that example. Yeah. And how and how much does that change when they get older, mm-hmm. right? Then you guys can start going for bike rides together. You can yeah. start doing this. You can start, you know, different than... Having the conversations and, yeah. you know, teaching them. Yeah, good stuff. Anything else to add to that? I don't that? think so, man. This really spoke to my heart and was very encouraging for me today. And I'm, I'm so thankful for you. But yeah, so the big thing I think is just have grace. You know, it's definitely a fun, it's fun. It can definitely be fun. Absolutely. Um, have grace. Uh, start, start practicing. Even if it's like um, an eight hour time period, you know, you don't have to jump in all at once to 24 hours. An eight hour time period. Okay, I'm going to turn off my phone. I'm going to, you know, set aside this time. To be able to yeah, worship pray God. and ask God, like, God, what do you want this to look like for me? Because sure. God knows your heart. And then act on your convictions. Don't be, don't, don't, don't put it off till tomorrow. Mm-hmm. It's so easy for us to say, I'll start this tomorrow. But, but do it. Like, start this week, make a plan, and don't be afraid. Yeah. Preaching to myself, y'all. <laughs> yeah, good stuff. Okay, so Mari, what has been bringing you joy? Oh, this week... 
has been, it's been a very interesting season of life for us, but we've been spending a lot of time with my grandmother and that really has brought me a lot of joy. I love spending time with her. We have an, an amazing relationship and I'm just so thankful for her presence in our life and that she's close to me. Mm-hmm. And man, what about you? Yeah. So this past weekend until the beginning of the week, I was able to go up to the lake house and it's in an area where it's just beautiful. There's a bunch of lakes, um, areas to hike and just spend time up there and to really recharge and rest. Um, and I do have a boyfriend and so I was able, I think it's the first time I talked (laughs) about him. Um, and so I was able to go up there with his family and just spend time with them. It was really good, really, um, refilling my soul and, we love him. Yeah. Shout out to Mike. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's what, what brought me joy this past week. And it's been fun um, to do that and then just get ready for, you know, what's coming up next. So excited. Okay, Casera, what are we going to talk about on next week's podcast? Next week we are talking about work. Work. Work, work, work. Work. I, want, I, was, I am a 90s baby and I almost started singing a song that is 100% not appropriate. Why does this <laughs> happen? Does anybody else does anybody else do that? Like like some of those 90s songs that when we were little, they they play in the car or whatever, mm-hmm. and and we didn't know what we were singing. And then all of a sudden, that might, that might be a 2000s. I have no it idea. It was like 2000s. Listen, I listened to all those. Listen, and now way. that I listen to them now, I'm like... What did my mother let me listen work, to? Work, 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 work. Okay, anyways, you guys, we love Jesus, okay? Okay. She always said we just listened for the beat and not the words. And I get it. It's, I get it. Okay, but listen, so. as kids, we did too. And then we would pick yeah. up, like, the word helicopter and be like, oh, I had no idea why I was swinging my shirt above my head like a helicopter. That's funny. Okay, anyways, so we're talking about work. I'm really excited. Work. Like, this is the deep <laughs> conversation and I'm really excited about it because God has done a work in my life about the work mm-hmm. in my life over the last three years. It has been a huge transformation. And so I just can't wait for this one. Yeah, I think same for me. What does work look like? How do we work? How do we, we glorify God through our work? Um, yeah, I'm really work, excited work, to get work. into it. <laughs> and especially coming off of this week with the Sabbath, now what does that look like? Um, because we're taking a rest from the work. And what does healthy work look like? Absolutely. We can't wait. We're so excited. That's it for today. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for joining us. We are so excited for next week. If this episode was encouraging to you in any way, like it and share it with a friend to help us spread the word. See you next week. Love Love you. you. Bye. Bye.